Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's Home Rocket Real Estate Broker, David Jarowitz. Happy May 2009 to you. This is an unusual May because at the beginning of the month, instead of sunshine, what we got was an abundance of rainfall. And I think that makes May 2009 very interesting. Makes everything look beautiful, too. Wow, what a month. For real estate news, so many things happened in April. I'm going to go over the highlights with you and then give you my commentary. First of all, our real estate market is improving. The number of homes for sale has gone down. Uh, And interestingly enough, the number of bank-owned repossessions has gone down. The number of sales of them has been up. And so as a result, the supply of bank-held repos is down significantly, almost a third less from what I can tell than what was available before. So that means people are waking up, they're going and buying bank-held repos because they're priced so well, they're taking advantage of the tax credits. Incredible. Now, if you want to do the same and get on the bandwagon, I recommend going to our website, mysacramentohomes.com, mysacramentohomes.com, sign up there for a list of bank-held repositions, and then take a look at them. This list is updated daily and what you will see is the pictures and descriptions of these properties. They're going pretty quick. That's what I uh, imagine. Uh, Now, interestingly enough, there were 1,600 houses in April that went uh, that closed escrow, I should say. And let's see, 65% of those were bank-held repos. Now, that's down from 70 to 71% at its peak. So the presence of bank-held repos is actually going down. Now, the interesting thing about this number shows me that the market has not quite gotten robust again because about a quarter, about one out of every four houses that goes into escrow does not close. So there's a clue right there. Short sales are still a big part of the marketplace. Uh, I would say about uh, 57% of the houses that are for sale are short sale houses, and that's about the same as last month. So you're still going to hear a lot about them. And as you know from listening to my podcast, I'm not a very big fan of short sales. But the part is uh, interesting is that the number of homes held by banks under $100,000 dropped significantly from March to April. Last month's podcast, I said there were 300 bank-held repos for sale in Sacramento County under $100,000. Today, I'm reporting to you that there's about half, only 150 bank-held repos under $100,000. So what is that saying? That's saying that people are just gobbling them up. We have only about a one-month inventory of repos. So here's the question. If the repos are going at this pace... That means that the bargains are coming to a close. The spigot's being turned off. Now, however, there's a group of people saying there's another wave of foreclosures coming and get ready for that. So if that's true, then the, the, the lowness of sales prices will continue for a while. However, if that's not true and bank hill repos don't come on the market in such great quantity, then we could actually start seeing the market bottoming out. We're not there yet, but we are certainly headed in that direction. And what that means for you, if you've been sitting on the sidelines, I really recommend not doing that anymore. Take advantage of what's out there right now. The competition is higher, though. That's one thing I've noticed is that when we write offers, we are one of many, usually, that are uh, offering on a particular house because it's a good buy, 
And as a result, it's frustrating because you, you wait and you wait, and the answer is no. You get lost out to somebody else who paid significantly higher than asking price, and I mean a lot more. So uh, it gives you some kind of a clue of what's going on in the marketplace. The uh, houses, I think, have possibilities for people with less frustration are the ones that nobody wants, the ones that need a little more work. If you can be a little more open to that, I think those are uh, the ones that might hold more opportunity for you. So our marketplace is improving. We're heading towards the bottom. We haven't bottomed out yet. What will happen to foreclosures, we don't know, but I will keep an eye on that and let you know. Auctioneers this past month sold 190 houses in Sacramento worth $21 million. So that shows you that people are waking up. This sitting around on the sidelines is coming to an end. You can see it. Uh, Also, landlords have been noticing that they've had to lower their rent in order to get their units rented, particularly the apartment holders. Now, why would that be? I'm guessing because a lot of their tenants went and bought houses. That's my guess. Do you know it takes $900 a month to get a two-bedroom, one-bath apartment? Isn't that something? Of course, apartments offer some nice amenities, including pools, clubhouses, etc. But did you know if you wanted to rent a three-bedroom, two-bath apartment, a three-bedroom, two-bath apartment here in Sacramento County, it's $1,400 a month. Now, you can easily... Buy a house with that payment, $1,400 a month. So uh, I think a lot of renters are are waking up now. If you are renting or you know someone who's renting, uh, please have them give us a call at 916-682-6454. If you go to our new revised website, we have a neat website. Uh, On there, I have 21 things that are real estate shortcuts that could save people time and money. One of those things is a rent versus buy calculator. It's one of the best calculators I've ever seen. And there you plug in what it would cost to buy and what you're paying in rent. And it makes an assumption and gives you some data. Now, it's of course, you can't totally rely upon that. We recommend that you always speak to a tax advisor uh, about how the numbers work or your accountant. But it is fascinating that a lot of people who thought they couldn't buy can now. The world has changed. Here's a headline for you. Goodbye, Countrywide. Hello, B of A Home Loans. Countrywide is gone. That big player that we talked about in the news a lot is now gone. B of A Home Loans is here, making that the number one lender. Now, when a lender gets to be very, very huge, they can start to set set and even dictate policy as to lending. And so uh, it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, And sometimes they can be less expensive but not always. So you have to, just because a person has a big name, just because a company's got a big name does not mean it's always the best rated. It pays for consumers to shop around and, uh, I, you know, at least one or two, talk to at least two maybe, and hear the differences. They kind of all go to the same well to get their money, as it were. But um, the difference would be service and some of their uh, charges, how much profit they want to make on the loan. Now, here's an article that... His big news, but uh, kind of overlooked. It's entitled New Fees, Rules, Royal Home Loan Market. Royal, R-O-I-L, Home Loan Market. What they're talking about here is there's tightening up things that's going to cost consumers more to originate certain loans. Uh, One huge bank has upped their FICO credit score requirements from 680 to 720. Um, Wow. I mean, (laughs) you have to be in very, very good financial position to get a 720 score and so they're they're upping it so that sent sometimes when that happens you start to see a trend now this is not all lenders i'm just talking about one big lender has done that fannie mae though has 
an across-the-board three-quarters-of-a-point mandatory fee on all condominium loans. That's new. So it costs more to originate a condo loan than it does a single-family loan. In fact, depending on which loan program you choose, those fees can go all the way to 3% more than previously. That's a that's a real surprise. So fees are starting to rise on certain loans. So far, you notice that the single-family home loan has not been touched, but other loans might be. So before you go shopping, you know, you're thinking, should I buy a home or should I buy a condo? Please be sure to talk to your lender about that. How much difference will that be in my payment? Another fee structure that uh, might shift is what appraisers are charging to appraise property. Uh, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae have uh, begun requiring all appraisers to complete an extra market condition report. That will means more work on the part of the appraiser. Therefore, the fees from them will be higher uh, to the tune of about 50 bucks. Some lenders are already charging as high as $455 for an appraisal. Now, appraisals have been running, you know, 350 to 400. So now we're starting to see in the 400s for an appraisal. So, wow. I mean, now it's starting to cost some real money. And the frustrating thing is, what if the appraisal doesn't come in at your price and it, the deal is gone? Well, the, the appraiser gets his money. So part, part of the issue of uh, shopping around for the home to be fairly confident in your gut that, uh, you know, it's worth what you're paying for it. Uh, otherwise, there might be a you know five hundred dollar fee that goes 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 away. Oh, this is big. This is a survey from the National Association of Realtors. It's the two thousand eight Home Buyers and Sellers Survey, and from it we get some clues as to where buyers come from. This is very important. I I look at this survey every time it comes out because the, from a standpoint of real estate broker, why would you want to spend time doing things that produce very little results, and yet. Since I was a kid, they're still doing stuff that they believe helps sell properties. But according to these reports, over and over again, they have almost no impact. Let me uh, read to you from the uh, press release about this report. It says, when asked where they first learned about the home purchased, 34% of buyers said a real estate agent. So that's number one. Real estate agents find most buyers. Number two, 32% came from the Internet. Makes sense. More and more people begin their search for homes on the Internet. And 15% came from yard signs. Those, so if you add those three together, real estate agents, Internet, and yard signs, that comes to 81% of all home buyers from those three activities. Now, think about the rest of the things that are believed to sell houses. 7% came from a friend or relative. 7% from home builders. 3% from a print newspaper ad. Now, see, a lot of people think, well, there better be an ad in the newspaper. Well, the odds of the ad actually selling the house are only 3%. 2% directly from the seller, from a friend or contact there. 1% from a home book or magazine. Wow, so print media isn't doing it anymore. And you know what's fascinating? In this press release, open houses didn't even make the list. Wow. So... Why do those activities that produce almost no results? Spend the activities on doing most important things, convincing other real estate agents to bring their buyers, setting yourself up so that no matter where a person searches on the Internet, they're very likely to find information about your home, 
and have a for sale sign that is so well crafted and put together that people will actually stop and listen to the information on the for sale sign if it has a toll-free number or at least call the agent. A lot of people love these 800 numbers and so few agents do that. I'm one of the ones that do that. Not only that, we put a light on the sign so that when it gets dark, your sign is lit up. That means it continues to work for some hours more into the evening. And then we use the Talking House AM transmitter, which causes people literally have to pull their car up to the house and stop because it only goes 300 feet, right? So they listen to the message. They consider the house. That's the main thing is not just drive by. They want We want them to consider the house. And if there's any interest at all, they can call us on our toll-free number. I think that is one of the most important ways to market homes today. Uh, things are becoming a little more high-tech. Even being able to uh, ask the sign to text information about the house to your cell phone is a technology we use. I think that's an amazing thing as well. So there's many ways to um, to market real estate, but bear in mind these uh, points from the National Association of Realtors. I want to thank you very much for tuning us into the podcast. We're doing more and more things to try to assist you with making better choices in real estate. That includes our new website. Please look at our 21 real estate shortcuts. And they're amazing. I, I uh, worked on, on that for days, asking myself, what are the things that the average buyer and seller of real estate need to know? Well, they're in there at homerocketrealestate.com. Homerocketrealestate.com. We have our videos at Home Rocket Video. That's singular. HomeRocketVideo.com. And that's what we do all kinds of things. Real estate, non-real estate on those videos. Our blog. You'll find that on our website. Left side. Click on blog and you'll uh, hear the latest things. And, and also, sign up please for our weekly easy. That's where we talk about these matters. And you do that at 888-9-ROCKET. That's 888-9-ROCKET. Those are all numerals. .com. 888-9-ROCKET.com. Sign up for our easy, and that way you'll stay in touch. On behalf of Colleen Jurowitz, this is real estate broker David Jurowitz, hoping all your real estate transactions are profitable ones. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.